Yeah, so I was really lucky to have a poster accepted on sertolizumab pegol use in HS patients. Essentially, it all came because uh, I was referred a patient from rheumatology. She had well-controlled rheumatoid arthritis and she was on sertolizumab, but she was flaring quite a lot with HS. And so she wanted to get pregnant within the next year or two, so she wanted to stay on sertolizumab. So we basically had to do a systematic review because I'd never had such uh, an experience. So it turns out that there are some case series not very many published worldwide. And so we just collated all the the cases, cases together. And then we proposed uh, that really dosing should be something like adalimumab because people had the best uh, results that way. Hi, I'm Dr. Lauren Lamb, and we're with the Skin and Joints Puff. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> we need bloopers, yeah. <laughs> Let's try that again. Hi, I'm Dr. Lauren Lamb, and you're listening to the Skin and Joints podcast, live from the World Congress of Dermatology in Singapore. So, hey, thanks for joining us, Dr. Lamb. We've had you in the past on the podcast. Yes. The triple threat is back. The triple threat. I like that. <laughs> We'll have to have some kind of branding around that. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into it, tell us your Singapore story. Okay, so Anastasia and I got to experience almost like a real Crazy Rich Asians experience last night. Uh, we were rolling into this gala event, and uh, it was on Sentosa Island. Mm. So it's a bit of a drive, and it was at nighttime. So as it was going up, it was a windy, like, jungly forest road and then all of a sudden like a mirage this white beautiful building is at the top of the hill and it was just like in the movie in crazy rich asians where they go to the mother-in-law's house and i just couldn't help but have a huge grin on my face okay so it wasn't an old haunted like kind of mansion that, no uh, it was so beautiful long, it? <laughs> no it was gorgeous i mean, appreciate the invite uh it's okay you know uh, <laughs> i did invite you uh you know it sounds like a really nice uh a venue and a really nice event, but um, pause. So it sounds like you really enjoyed Singapore, which is awesome. And you also had a poster here that you presented. So can you tell us a little bit about the topic and your findings? Yeah, so I was really lucky to have a poster accepted on sertolizumab pegol use in HS patients. Essentially, it all came because uh, I was referred a patient from rheumatology. She had well-controlled rheumatoid arthritis and she was on sertolizumab, but she was flaring quite a lot with HS. And so she wanted to get pregnant within the next year or two. So she wanted to stay on sertolizumab. So we basically had to do a systematic review because I'd never had such uh, an experience. So it turns out that there are some case series not very many published worldwide. And so we just collated all the the cases, cases together. And then we proposed uh, that really dosing should be something like adalimumab because people had the best uh, results that way. I think it's really an honor to actually have something like this accepted in a conference like the World yeah, Congress for, sure. for all of our Canadian faculty. And so congrats on that. But tell us a little bit more about feedback from any of the attendees, the overall experience of presenting Pause. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just like, should I 
I love it. No, we should keep this. Should I go see? Yeah, it's like pause. Yeah, I should have this lock. <laughs> Do you guys need anything? Yeah, so okay. I just oh, okay. Thanks. It looks. Anyways, I locked the door. I actually did. So. Plays like the best pause ever. <laughs> I think what you realize at the Congress is that we as Canadians are really lucky to have so much experience with so many different agents and so many different diagnoses. And it really opens your eyes to different approaches that people have. And, you know, the overall response was that it's nice to have something collated and to just basically summarize the experiences that everybody else has had because there is no guide, right? It's off-label. So Yeah, and in a very compact, succinct way to, exactly. to be able. So in terms of your two take-home points, let's say, for example, for those Canadians listening in who are not here, what two take-home points would you want to impart to them or from a clinical perspective, things that they could integrate or look forward to potentially in the next little while? Right. So the two things that I wanted to mention were um, I attended Hot Topics, Dr. Dirk Elston. All the Durham residents are going to remember him. Yes. <laughs> Number one, Hot Topic was AI and how to use AI in dermatology. Yes. So Dr. Dirk Elston actually focused on AI and medical writing. So the big take home is that medical writing you really need to double check the references that they use. Sometimes apparently the AI can actually just generate false references or they source th very unreliable sources like retweets, for example. So you should really, uh, really disclose that you've used AI and also that you shouldn't be using AI to make new iterations of the same kinds of articles or abstracts. So I thought that was really, really interesting. I didn't think his AI talk was going to go that way. I thought he was going to talk more about diagnosis and yeah, which he did present. But another hot tip for that one is that AI is not always better than humans at diagnosing melanoma, for example, in his study that he did. I don't know if you've used chat GPT personally, but I have. And <laughs> it, I, I found that some of the references it, it, it makes up, like it, it's actually not a real reference. Exactly. That's what he was saying. So that would be tip number one. All you medical students, residents listening, don't use ChatGPT and think that you're not going to get caught, I guess, is tip number one. Uh, and tip number two. So I attended a global HS meeting. I was really lucky to have been uh, invited to that. And really, we're on the cusp of a paradigm shift with HS treatments. And But what we're still realizing is that our assessments for responses to biologic and HS still not quite where we want it to be. High score is quite limiting, uh, as is Hurley stage, because those are more based uh, on scarring and surgical outcomes. So using skills like IHS4 or perhaps even other types of skills like flaring, pain, something called high squall, mm -hmm. those would all potentially be new areas that we're hoping that future biologic treatments are going to be incorporating rather than just using high score and AN count. And thank you for sharing those. So there are a number of sessions at the conference about the AI in dermatology and one of them you alluded to. Where do you think AI is going to fit into the practice of dermatology? That's a great question. I think the more obvious 
format is probably diagnosis. But I think there may be a role in medical writing because it is a bit tedious. It takes a long time for someone to sit down and write. And it may just be a nice starting point for people to have a first draft. But it's going to be very interesting to see how we self-regulate that, especially as stewards, as healthcare professionals, we're the ones putting out information to the general public. The the general public has a hard enough time as it is trying to figure out what is a good source and what's not. So I think that probably is going to filter down into residency and thinking about how we can be good stewards of science in the future. It'll be very interesting to see how it evolves. You mentioned the one thing about first draft. I've, I, I will admit, so I, I, my luggage was delayed uh, on a flight a few weeks ago, yeah. a few months yeah, ago. Yeah. And I got AI or ChatGPT to write an email to Air Canada. Amazing. And it was, you know, otherwise you tend to delay sending these emails. Yeah, You're like, exactly. it, it's low priority. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I, I use it as a first draft, actually. And then obviously tweaked it, personalized it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I probably got a faster response than I would have yeah. trying to, like, think about it yeah. and get to them. So. Yeah, there's some cool applications and medical writing could be one. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for joining us for the podcast here in Singapore. Thank you so much for having me. And we'll maybe see you back in Canada at some point. Hopefully soon. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks again. Thank you. You guys forgot to mention, just like every other episode, a reminder, we kind of have to say this, the opinions expressed on the Skin and Joints podcast are for licensed healthcare providers and educational purposes only, and do not constitute nor replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider if you have any concerns or questions about your health. Thank you to Pfizer for supporting today's episode. Remember to keep that door shut when recording's in session. Let's chat soon. Yeah.